Okelo. I am in Seattle, Washington, and I'm really excited to be here with you for another amazing episode of the African Father in America podcast. I am here with a really special guest, Hilary Gondi. Hilary, go ahead and just say hello to our viewers and uh, listeners for today's episode. Hi, viewers. How are you doing? Um, my name is Hilary Gondi, uh, born and raised in Kenya, but currently live in Canada, Toronto. Thank you, Jevan. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So uh, today, for those who are joining us for the first time, all our conversations, uh, as usual, are grounded on African proverbs. I love bringing African proverbs to our conversation because that is how uh, we ground ourselves in who we are. So today is not an exception and our proverb for the day is from Egypt and it says that the eye of the sun can't be hidden. I would love for you to share your own perspectives on this proverb in the comments. If you have not subscribed to the channel, this is a good time for you to do so. And also give this video a thumbs up. That's one of the ways that YouTube algorithm works, you know. Uh, if you don't give this video a thumbs up, you know, there will be very minimal engagement with it. But as many of you as possible should do that. I also know that some of you are joining us on uh, Twitter, uh, which is the platform that Hilary Gondi is really uh, popular on because of, uh, you know, a movement that he created there known as Luo town hall he will be speaking a lot about it uh, but if you're joining us there make sure you're sharing the link to this conversation uh, and if you're on facebook and linkedin also make sure you're sharing the link uh, to this conversation and also hello to everyone joining us on amp amp is an amazing audio app that is owned by amazon and i love using it because it's just uh, excellent for podcasting so Thank you to everyone joining us, you know, from all over the world. You are really, really appreciated. So as I shared earlier, our proverb says that um, uh, it says that the eye of the sun can't be hidden. And, uh, you know, to, during our conversation today, we are just going to explore the richness of African culture through this proverb and also through the story of our special guest today. And uh, I'm going to share three nuggets of wisdom just quickly and we'll dive deep into uh, learning more about our guest today. So the first nugget of wisdom related to this proverb says that radiate authenticity. You know, just like the sun, uh, there is no way that you can, uh, you can hide who you are from the world, you know. Uh, people see the sun and feel the sun from very far away. So... Uh, similar to the sun, we should always radiate who we truly are, even from a long distance. People should know that that one is Simon Okello. Uh, and, you know, for me, I feel like with this platform, people already know that I'm radiating authenticity because I, I've, I've been consistent, consistent for three years, you know. So that's an, a good example. Consistency is a way for you to radiate, radiate authenticity. The second nugget of wisdom is that the sun is a symbol of truth and cannot be obscured. So we can also all be like the sun, you know. Uh, the truth is important whether you are at a moment of victory where you expect people to celebrate you or where you should be celebrating yourself and not waiting for people to celebrate you. Uh, at the same time when you are in a moment of despair where, you know, you expect people to 
uh, you know, to know that this guy probably feels ashamed of, of himself because they're struggling, they're not doing well, you know. Uh, you, sh- you should still, uh, you know, be like a symbol of truth, no matter what situation is going on. And then finally, uh, the last nugget of wisdom says that your strength can endure any challenge, you know, similar to the strength of the sun. Um, you know, we might think that we are weak because we don't know how incredible we are, but really uh, we are more powerful than we can ever imagine. Uh, and that's really, really similar to the sun. So I want to bring it to you, my brother, Hilary Gondi. I want you to also speak a little bit about this proverb from Egypt. Uh, I want to add it just quickly on the screen for those who are just joining us. Uh, the eye of the sun can't be hidden. Hilary, what does this proverb mean to you? <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, Simon and uh, Jevan, for having me today. Uh, actually, this amazing, amazing proverb that uh, when I was going through it is, uh, and they all said it, uh, the eye of the sun can't be hidden. Uh, the truth is the light that the sun is giving, nobody can hide in it. It's only God that can do it. Uh, because God is the creator. So this amazing thing that is telling me that the light that you're giving people, you need not to eat it, but you need to put it on the table. And you need to be real in life. And whatever you do uh, should be seen as a light to the people. And that's why these people, when they come, or the Buddhism, when they come with, the, um, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the, this proverb of the Egyptians, that the eye of the sun cannot be hidden. It is true that when the sun is out there, the, the light is all over. <laughs> it's something that you cannot eat. And it's amazing that uh, uh, it's a light that everybody wants to relate to. So I think that uh, this is on a personal level. It shows that uh, personally as Hillary, what light can you give the people? What light can people see when they see Hillary? What with the, the things that you talk about? Are you factual or you are not factual on the things that you do? So this is just shows that... Uh, uh, let us be truthful. Let us be amazing people. Let us be uh, people that show other people light. And, and and that light that you give the people, it is that it will be seen in their life like the sun. That's wonderful. Yes. That's wonderful. I love that. I love that. And, you know, as you are speaking, uh, it also brought me to one of the biggest uh, projects you've been doing recently. We will, we will talk about it in just a second. But... Uh, I want you to take us on a journey. You know, this is a question I love asking all the guests of the African Father in America podcast, where I take you back to when you're 8 to 12 years old, you know, a story that really inspires who you are today. And uh, I also share my own story around that time when I was 8 years old. Uh, my mother gave me a bicycle. We lived in Kisumu, Kenya, in Manyata, and she asked me, to help her distribute milk and bread in our neighborhood. And that marked my journey as an entrepreneur, as a business person, and also just as a, as a, as a, as a grown-up, you know, uh, because I began interacting with business owners who expected me to deliver these things on time. Uh, and they began looking at me differently, not as a young uh, boy in the community. And since then, you know, the discipline to wake up early has stayed with me today. The discipline to work hard, the discipline to build relationships has stayed with me up to now. Take us back, share with us a story, a childhood story that when you look back today, uh, you really feel like this one, this is really what moves me. This is what drives me to continue uh, 
doing my best. Uh, thank you so much, Simon. I want to, to, to say that I was born and raised in, in Kenya and uh, I was born in Nairobi. Then uh, before the eight years, my parents moved back home, that is in the village in Migori. And when we were in Migori, uh, what amazed me that I can remember so well, that time at the little boy, eight, nine years, 10, we were waking up so early, going to till the land with the cows, you know, with the plowing and everything. Uh, these are the things that is amazing me. And then after that is when you prepare, you want to go to school, uh, nursery school. And that time, uh, uh, when you go to nursery schools, you know, people are big, people are old and, and everything. But that time I was so tiny. And people are saying that you need not to come to school. But I decided that after after going to the, to the land, chilling with my, my father, then we, we walk, uh, they take me to school. I go to school, I was enjoying. I like my cousin, one of my cousins. She was now, she was at that time, she was around in class seven, eight. Uh, she really loved me so much. Uh, she's called um, uh, Achien. She, 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 she must make sure that I go to school. She come back or she come home at around seven. She said, hey, let us go to school. When I go there, what was amazing me is one thing that I really enjoy that uh, I didn't believe that people can go walk barefooted. Uh, going to school, uh, you're, you're being told that bring firewood, uh, bring uh, jambes and everything so that you can go and till the land. You know, this was just a amazing, amazing life during that time. But what amazed me and make me think otherwise is that uh, you go to the chamber in the morning as when you go to school. So you realize that even in school, you are so tired, <laughs> you cannot even do anything else. Then it happened that 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 way until around May, when I was around 15, 15, then we migrated again uh, back to uh, Nairobi a little bit. Then we went to Thika, then where uh, I raised, uh, I was raised and, 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 and went to school and everything. So this story, is amazing story that when you see how the children back home, uh, you know, you walk where they fit, uh, fit and you walk uh, even half naked, you just walk with, with, with a short, you don't even feel cold, you know, and, and you're wondering. So this was an amazing, amazing journey that uh, uh, helps you to work so hard so that you can't be, because when you go to, when you, when also when you come to town now, when you come back to Nairobi, you see how the children, they walk with nice shoes, they have good clothes, they change clothes. You, you know, when you are at home, sometimes in the village, you realize that even the one cloth you put in the whole week, you know, <laughs> you don't even realize, you don't even have time, you don't even have clothes to change it. This, this has been an um, amazing story that you see sometimes uh, make you, uh, whom you are today because it makes you work so hard you see you, you you want your children or the children the people around you to live a, a good life like like other people so this, this has been an amazing story that i can remember that time dad was amazing guy he wake me up in the morning said you are a man let us go to the and then you go there a little bit you are a young person you you have cows there then you come back home again, you prepare, go to school. After school, you come, you, you're being told that, oh, go, go, let us go look at after the cows. Uh, we take them out, we take the river and other things. So this, this was, that was amazing, amazing journey uh, that uh, really, really make me who I am today because I realized that <clears throat> to work, I should work so hard uh, to, to change this life. Uh, it, 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 it must be amazing life, but it is not a, a pleasing life. 
you know it's not a pleasing life like walking barefoot uh, something might even uh, uh injure your legs you know uh and it is raining maze you are outside there and everything is happening so you realize it was it was a crazy a crazy journey but it was amazing as a young person by that time i was enjoying because i didn't know that this is happening but when i come back and realize that oh man these people they do this thing most of them because uh you realize is the poverty of life in, in back in the village and that one is is challenging your mind your mind and and make you work so hard so that uh, you change the scenario in the in your life yeah yeah i love that i love uh just uh, the story that you shared with us uh living in the village walking bare feet being rained on some time tilling the land early morning before you go to school then going to school you are expected to carry firewood and carry carry the jembe to go and dig the the farmland in school being so tired that you can't even concentrate in class you know uh this right. these are fascinating stories but they are true even today there are so many young uh, children in africa uh, not just in kenya that that go through a similar process and when they get an opportunity to to you know to move to nairobi or even move to uh, vancouver or toronto or seattle where i am uh they grab the first opportunity to get out because they feel that now I'll be able to put on shoes I'll be able to have a roof over my head you know and then the cycle continues you know the cycle of brain drain continues the cycle of poverty continues because um no matter how many of us come to the diaspora we cannot um we cannot solve the the challenges that africa is facing unless we come together unless we unite you know unless we are willing to share stories like this because not many of us are willing to open up and share stories of what inspires us to do what we do today you know and uh you are willing to share this with us and also you are doing something about it you know you created uh, a very very powerful community online uh on x uh, formerly twitter and i just want you to speak about why this has been such a great uh you know journey for you bringing particularly the luo community together at a time where luos were being massacred for those who don't know in kenya we have so many tribes you know uh and uh, we have over 40 tribes one of the most prominent tribes in kenya are the luo people where both hilary and myself come from and since kenya's independence and even before independence there has been so many instances where uh, the luo community because they are very outspoken they see something wrong they speak about it they are like the eye of the sun you know uh they have <coughs> been victims of uh you know even recently this year in kenya a lot of luos were massacred and so i saw hilary and his group on twitter mobilizing and coming together and uh you know speaking about what was going on but also going further and looking at what are some economic development ideas that we can bring back home uh to transform lives of uh, children to bring people together so that's how we connected and hilary i want you to speak more to that for those who are just joining us make sure you subscribe to the channel give this video a thumbs up and let us know in the comment what you think about our conversation and today's proverb hilary please take it away
Thank you. Thank you, Simon. Uh, thank you for asking me that question. Actually, uh, when when we started about Twitter, uh, now it's called uh, it's called uh, uh, X space. When when we started that, I, I started personally. I started with a, a lady called Maji. Maji, she, she's in, in in Germany. And when we start talking about, we are talking about health issues because people have many people are being uh, affected with health issues and other things. And then uh, <clears throat> during that time, we saw that our people, uh, like lower people, they need their own 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 channel or own a space that they can speak their language and everything. Uh, being that you have mentioned so well that low 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 community, uh, I know we are so many in the world, but um, we are particularly coming from Kenya. Is one of the tribe in Kenya, largest one, or among the largest uh, tribe in Kenya, and so powerful. And it is known that Luos in Kenya, they love books, they love studying. They are very bright people. They are working guys. They don't. Uh, beg for anything but they work for it uh that is amazing amazing journey and and Luos has been there in in, in since the, the the kenya become as a nation and and, and things that is happening Luos has been uh amazing and, and, and a pillar in, in in kenya as a country and this is an amazing thing that uh with uh personally uh i thought that it is important now let us talk about this because uh, the the culture of them we are losing them you know uh, they are not well documented. Yes, there's people who have uh, documented them, but they're not well commented. And things are changing. You see that now we are going, we are now in board, uh, podcast, which was not there before. So uh, these things that make me uh, with the team that we think that how can Luos come together and make this amazing story and be a reality? Most of the people in the village back home there, because uh, it comes to my mind, like uh, I said before, that I was raised, uh, I was born in Nairobi, yet I went to a village and you see how the children are struggling there, even going to school and other things. How can we change this thing? And also being that people are saying that we are powerful and also we know that we are very bright. But what is happening uh, now that our people are being killed, our people uh things are really happening mostly during political uh political uh, during political uh time during elections every elections we see laws are being killed and so many things are happening so we say that how can we retreat this but you say that if you have a forum whereby we can speak as people we as people as a nation as low people then we can have a way forward of doing all these things and actually, that's why we came with the Luo Nation Town Hall, whereby uh, our target, our major target, we want to bring all Luos, wherever they are. And I know you are part of it, and that's where we met, and, and then you came on board. We are discussing this, how can we come together? You're in Seattle, Hillary is in Toronto, other people in Germany, other people are back home in the village. How can we connect ourselves? And we start doing things called uh, mentorship programs. We can, uh, like now we are doing book uh, donation. Actually, uh, that is amazing, amazing thing. And I want to relate with the, with the today's proverb that say the eye of the sun cannot be hidden. We, we know that everything is hidden in the books. And that's why we came with this project, whereby we want to collect all books all over the world, as long as it's a readable book, whereby we want all the children from the village, we want to set up, uh, um, our target is to set up a, a well uh, library, community library, whereby all of our children those who cannot access books in 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 in, in pub in 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 maybe institutions that are giving the books they they access it for free 
they find there. We give them that opportunity so that they can read all these stories. They can be amazing, amazing people. That is a, a major target that we are doing at the moment. And also the, the stories of Boda Boda, the stories of, there's so many things that is happening in the community, they really there. We want to reach these people and talk to them. And that's why we started a town whereby we want to bring all leaders. We want to bring even the people in the village in a community where uh, in a town way so that we organize all these things, we speak, we talk, we see how best can local community be uh, come back to their place and also not only during the politics system but in every life that they, they, they go through. The children that are going to school without uh, uh, with bare feet, how can they have shoes? Uh, the children that lacks books, how can they get books and get this knowledge that we have today? Uh, these are amazing, amazing things and that's why <laughs> these are the lies that we are trying uh, we are trying to push uh, our community, but not only our community, many people are joining us now and they're coming on board and some tribes, even some leaders have come on board that they're seeing that what we are starting is is amazing thing. So this is a sun that cannot be hidden because this is a light that is going to bring change in the local community, but not only local community, but even uh, uh, in, in our country in Kenya and so many friends are so coming on board from like I have friends from Uganda who are telling me that Mazi, this is a thing that we want to start also to see that so you see it is something that I was thinking that is just going to help our village people but now it's going across the world and many people embracing it and seeing that it's an amazing thing that even uh, they are planning to start so that they people can see the light, people can get the knowledge, people can get to know what is happen, uh, happening across the world. And that's why we started uh, the Luo Nation Town Hall, whereby we are on Twitter, we are planning, we are in Facebook now, we are planning to go on, on YouTube channel so that all these things that we are, to, we are speaking about, we are talking about, we are sharing about the knowledge that we, we, we are sharing there, people can see them and they can be documented and they be there for future uh, reference so that the people who are coming after us, the generation that is coming, find something that they can they can lean on and, and spread all these things because we realize that even most of people, Javan, uh, I know you have been in, 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 in Seattle, in the US, but if you realize that even your children, if you're not careful, they do not know the culture because there's no documentation. So this is the thing that we are doing now. We are documenting this. Even our children that is being born outside the country, they can know what is happening with Luo community and they should know that they are Luo people, as much as they are born in Seattle, they are born in Canada, they are born in, in, in Germany, they are born in Australia. These are the things that we are trying to do in, in Luo Nation Town Hall. And actually, uh, amazing, amazing now, we, 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 are now, we are now going outside there looking for laptops and uh, computers and, and desktops because now we want to even set some solars in the villages uh, back home so that we see how our people can have light and also can access all these things in, 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 in a way so that when we talk here, even them in the village there, they can listen and see and we, we mentor them wherever we are. That, that's the target and that's why we started this space or we started this amazing, amazing uh, uh, community conversation whereby we bring everybody on board. We, we no matter how small you are, no matter how big you are, we, we, we want to bring everybody on board so that we can see how our community can have a force, not only a force of political uh, system, but a force of uh, changing uh, the society on a positive way 
as uh, 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 when we are still alive. <clears throat> it's excellent. It's excellent what you are doing and uh, I commend you and uh, the team that is supporting you to do the amazing work that you're doing. For those who are just joining us, my guest is Hilary Gondi, who is a creator, is one of the founders of the Luo Town Hall, which is an amazing online community that is also making real change uh, back in the villages in Africa, especially in Luo land. Uh, but I want to, before we continue on with our conversation, Hilary, I want you to think about how everyone who is watching can actually support you and the work that you're doing. Uh, before I do that, I want to talk about two things that I'm currently working hard and I want to invite you, our viewers, to be a part of Taste of Madaraka Festival. This is a dinner series that I actually started in 2016. We just recently rebranded it uh, because the focus now is the Madaraka Festival that is growing and so uh, as we are growing Madaraka Festival, we are combining it with a lot of the work that we do around food justice. You know, here in the diaspora, a lot of our people do not have access to healthy food, you know. But African food is one of the main healthier cuisines that you can ever find. So we are bringing different African chefs. For example, on September 17th, we have a Ugandan chef that will be cooking authentic Ugandan food uh, for us here in Seattle at Langston Hughes Performing Arts Institute. And this is going to be happening every third Sunday of the month. So uh, in, uh, in October, we will have a Kenyan chef. In uh, November, we will have a Ghanaian chef. So every third Sunday between September and March, we will have incredible chefs bringing amazing food uh, for all of us to enjoy and build community. We will also have live music by One Vibe Band. Uh, so you don't want to miss this September 17th, 6 to 9 p.m. at Langston Hughes Performing Arts Institute in Seattle. That is the first event I want you to know about. There's a second one that I want to share real quick, uh, which is an amazing business forum that I have also been uh, involved with for a number of years now. The Africa Day Business Forum happening on September 30th uh, from 8 30 a.m. to 10 p.m. This is a whole day event at the Motif Hotel and it's organized by the African Chamber of Commerce of the Pacific Northwest uh, that has been around doing this event particularly and other work in the community for over 23 years. So if you are a business owner in Africa or any part of uh, uh, the world that really wants to do business between the U.S. and Africa, this is where you need to come and meet other business people, government officials from Africa and the U.S., banks, uh, you know, and companies that are interested in doing business in the motherland and also here in the United States. So join us on 30th of September. Uh, those are very two important two events that I want you to be a part of. Now, as we continue on with our conversation we are heading towards the end of our time together here, Hilary, and I just want you to share with us how anybody who is watching or listening can uh, support you, join the work that you're doing, so that it can continue growing. Uh, thank you, Javan. 
uh, uh, those, the, for, for our listeners, we, we, we thank you so much for coming on board today and watching what Devan is doing. Uh, this is an amazing thing, Devan, and I want to appreciate the work that you're doing. Uh, to support the work that we're doing as Luo Nation uh, Town Hall, this is not, we, 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 we cut across. We Everybody that wants to support most of the project that is going on, that is book collection or book drive uh, for, for the people who cannot get access to the books easily. Uh, tell us, just reach out, to come to our Twitter handle that is called Luo Nation Town Hall. When you go there, you'll find the Impesa number. Uh, uh, myself, I'm there. And um, also, you can reach me directly. My phone number is 437-225-1507. 437-225-1507. You can reach me directly or my email and everything. Or if you go to my Twitter handle, Hilary Gondi, uh, my names, those are my names I'm using on Twitter and Facebook and everywhere. You can reach me out and so that we can have a converse on the same. But we call everybody on board, Jevon. And uh, I want to say that we need more volunteers. This work, uh, uh, we started small, but is growing, is growing amazingly. Uh, I want to mention here that uh, recently we had a, a small contribution and people amazingly graciously actually we are now uh, our target was around five million whereby we will be there uh, for the first time but we are now around six hundred thousand kenya shillings plus books we have a lot of books but we we want to do this thing so that we can set up the the, the libraries the public libraries and this public library is not only being uh, on, on laws but it'll be any kenyan who can access those libraries, they can go and access them. So we need more support. We need more people to come on board. We need more volunteers. We need more ideas. So our listeners, when you have any idea that you think that can help this project to go on, then we welcome you on board. We, we don't dis discriminate anybody, but uh, we call everyone uh, on board to come and partner with us. Because our, our target is uh, currently is four counties. But the thing is, this thing is something that we want to grow it in all over Kenya. So every child of a Kenyan should access and should know what is happening. So and this is amazing. That's why we need to call everybody on board. And now at the end of the day, everybody should be there to, 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 to make sure this project is going on. So we, we, we are calling everybody. Uh, who, who is listening to us today and those people will, will listen to us later that uh, we, we are amazingly and we, we welcome you on board uh, with amazing idea with any idea that you have we don't we don't we, we, we are ready to accept any idea that come on board and how the little can you support one shilling hundred thousand a million dollars uh, those things will go to the community directly to community to support the community those are things that we are doing Javan, and um calling upon everyone so that uh, whoever can come on board, uh, we, 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 we welcome you much. Follow us in, 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 in Luo Nation uh, Town Hall, there in our Twitter or X spaces or um, myself, Hilary, Lu, uh, Hilary Gondi. If you go to my Twitter, you can do that. Yes. <clears throat> excellent, excellent, wonderful. Uh, for those who are just joining us today, my guest has been Hilary Gondi, who is one of the creators and founders of the Luo Nation Town Hall, an amazing group that is building public libraries and uh, you know, igniting conversations about Luo unity across the world. It's something that is important that I think uh, everybody needs to pay attention to. You know, Every community needs uh, to be supported 
by other communities uh you know despite what uh you know what community they are all other communities needs to ensure that every culture is preserved you know and i feel that the luo nation has contributed immensely to the world we've given you obama you know we've given you so many <laughs> we've given you lupita nyong'o you know <laughs> so the world needs to support anything that the, the luo people are doing uh so i commend you hilary is there anything i've not asked you that you want to speak about before we end our time together today yeah jevan uh, thank you so much i i, I think that uh, there are so many things that is happening in our community most of luo 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 people that uh uh one of them i know political issues and uh, so, uh, some few months ago we see that people are Nyabondo, that is Kisumu County, that is, and even Kisumu itself, we saw that. So those are the things that we, we, we tell our young people, those who are listening, that uh, let us keep away from these things and let us focus on our just, uh, tomorrow life. And most of young people are being used. We I like to say that young people, we have an energy to do things. Uh, I know when I say young people, when I, when I say young people, I'm 38 years old, actually. So I, I still believe that I'm a youth and I'm young, I, I still have a lot of energy and I have more years to live. And even if you see the people who are being killed there, Devon, they were just young people. That's 20 years, 30 years. You see, it is just a painful to lose a, a young person on that scenario. So we want to encourage young, young people. Let us focus, let us come on board and let us uh, know the things that uh, we want to do and let us not be used by politicians but <clears throat> let us focus on our life because they have a longer life to live and we are the people to change the community we are the people we are the future of this community of local community so i want to urge our young people in the village and wherever they are that we are the people and when we are the people we are the sun of tomorrow we are the light of this community let us share that light today Whatever you do, whatever you focus on, when you need help, just uh, approach Jevan and tell him, the Jevan Mazi, I need all these things. Can you help me? Then that way, when we are start that conversation, we'll change the perspective of being used by politicians, giving 200 shillings and something like that. Then you do nasty things. Then you lose your life. So uh, we are not saying that. And, and also uh, to encourage people that even the police that are there, that uh, th th these people want to live. They want to have a good life. As much as the mistakes make you in life, but we can change this with all conversation. And that's why, Javan, we are calling everybody on board so that we can come. There's a lot of things to do, not only giving out the books, but also to start a conversation. This town hall should go to the villages whereby we talk with our people. We train them about the civic education. We train them about uh, financial financial issues, uh, the struggle that they go outside there. There are so many young ladies who are getting uh, uh, unwanted pregnancies. How can we avoid all these things? But when we do this conversation together as a community, as a people, and our young people to know what is needed for them, and also to work hard, the small things that they get in the community, how can this help them? Then I know and I believe that in the near future, we love a different community and a different people. And that's what I wanted to add this today. But also I want to thank you so much for having me uh, in your studio, in the product you're doing. We support you, my brother, and and anything. And more idea, I know there's a lot of ideas that we share together. So we see how to expand all this and bring all these things also to our community 
so that they can know that the little that we have, because you have said you were raised in Manyata, and people think that people who are raised in Manyata cannot make it. But now you're in Seattle, doing an amazing job here. Even the person who is in Manyata today can do it. Uh, personally, I was raised in Islando, and, and now we are in Canada, Toronto, doing amazing things here life works for us. Those are the things that we encourage people down there, most of the young people, to focus and then don't lose hope, but raise above, be above the level. And at the end of the day, you're going to make it. Thank you so much, Evan, and we appreciate the program that you're doing. <clears throat> wonderful, wonderful. Thank you again uh, for making the time. Uh, I can't wait to have you again as a guest. Uh, keep up the good work. And uh, to everybody that joined us for today's show, I just want to thank you again. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel if you're on YouTube and if you're on any other platform and you're enjoying the show, make sure you follow me on those platforms because that's one of the ways that you can actually stay engaged with me uh, and the content that I'm bringing to bring our community together. Uh, for those who are able to comment, engage with the content and let me know what part of Hillary's story inspired you today and what are your perspectives on today's proverb thank you so much uh i can't wait uh, for us to meet again here tomorrow 6 a.m pacific standard time we'll be doing this again uh and uh, i wish you all a nice uh, labor day weekend today is a holiday here in the u.s uh, and a lot of people are still sleeping but i am very very committed to this uh, work so uh, you know i don't i don't uh, have you know, Mondays to Fridays off. I just want to focus on bringing you beautiful ancestral African wisdom through this proverb. So take care, Hillary. Take good care of yourself. And we will meet again in the, in the next hours and days. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much. Father in America you are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javanokello live from Seattle, Washington.